Good evening and welcome to Midnight Convos with your girl Tiffany Nicole podcast. Make sure you hit me up on Facebook, Tiffany Nicole. Hit me up on Twitter. My handle is Our Queen Tiffany. Email me at midnightconvos247 at gmail.com. And make sure you check out the new blog at midnightconvos.com. What is good with you guys? I am ready. I am excited. I have so much to say. So much things. So many things going on in the news in the world today. I don't know where to start. Should I start with the good, the bad, the indifferent? I don't know. I want to make sure you guys know to check out the podcast. We are on convo number four convo number four so we got three of them three of them up so make sure you check them out on soundcloud i'm gonna be putting them up on itunes very soon so make sure that you subscribe you rate review and you share 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 because you know sharing is caring so let people know about this wonderful exciting amazing podcast i want to talk about some crazy ish that's going on in this world because we got a lot of different things popping off all across the world no one's safe right no one's safe so let's talk about brock turner the university of stanford student who was a swimmer i think allegedly he was supposed to be in the upcoming summer olympics he's a rapist you heard that he's a rapist he was convicted of rape He was convicted of raping a young lady behind a dumpster. This woman was unconscious, right? He was convicted of this crime. This guy, this young, poor excuse of a man, this animal was shown so much leniency in his sentence that I just can't describe the anger, the uproar, the the insanity that 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 breeds in this decision like he got 6 months of prison time 6 months and out of those 6 months i just found out that 3 months of it he's only have to do he will only have to do 3 months of this 6 month sentence and you know of those 3 months they're all going to be in protective custody right he's not going to be in general population No, he's going to be in a nice little area by himself in protective custody because he couldn't make it in general population. They would toss his salad and blow his back out daily if they put him in general population. But let's get back to this guy because this animal, this poor excuse for a man, I'm just so disappointed and so saddened to hear that this situation occurred. Right. But this the the crazy thing about this is, is the judge, Judge Aaron Persky. That's his name. And I do quote him. I have to quote him. I got to get my words right when I talk about this. He states by giving Brock Turner a prison sentence, it would have a severe impact on him. Hold on for a second. Let me just check myself. I thought the whole purpose of convicting a person is so that they pay for their crime. Their crime. They they pay um, for their mistakes. They pay for their indiscretion. B. So the fact that you're telling me <laughs> that you know giving him a a sentence, a prison term, <laughs> it's gonna have a severe impact on him. Like that's the purpose. That is that's the goal. Because this this animal, this person, 
took something from this young woman that she could never get back. She can't go back and change what happened to her. Not, not at all. So the way she views life, the way she sees people, the way she um, relates to others, whether it's individuals, whether it's in a relationship, being intimate with people, because it, it'll never be the same for her. So you fuck up this woman's life, but you're worrying about how prison will affect this rapist. My mind is blown Right. And to make matters worse, you know, the father of Brock Turner, he he wrote a letter to the judge. And basically he said that we shouldn't allow 20 minutes of action, 20 minutes of action to prevent his son from doing great things in this world. You should not hold 20 minutes of action against him. Let's talk about this 20 minutes of action. This 20 minutes of action was something that this young woman did not consent to. This 20 minutes of action was something that she had no idea was going on. She was violated for 20 minutes. This sick pig, disgusting individual, this animal raped this woman behind a dumpster like she was some roadkill. And the father writes this letter talking about 20 minutes of action. Are we serious? Are we serious? So you're defending your son and you know he's a rapist. While this innocent victim has to deal with the consequences of his action. Okay, I'm lost. What world do we live in? What world do we live in? And to give this man, I don't even, I don't even want to acknowledge him as a man. Give this animal a sentence of six months, which in all actuality will only be three months of prison time is amazing. And this is exactly the reason why rape victims don't come forward. Right? Why don't people want to say, hey, I was raped. I'm a victim. This man took advantage of me. This man violated me. It's because of things like this. Our justice system is so flawed. You're raped. And you go through a trial. And then he's convicted and he gets a a, a smack on the wrist. This person gets... A get out of jail free card for his actions. So what does he do? He, he lives his life, you know, feeling that he got over, that he has one up on a system. Our system is flawed. And then I read a story about Devontae Sanford in Detroit, you know, that was convicted of crimes, actually murders. He was convicted of murders that he did not commit. Right, those nearly ten years of his life down the drain. He could never give it, get it back. He'll never experience having a, a, a teenage life. His innocence down the drain. He was serving his teenage years in a cell, a cell. So you have this black innocent life that was destroyed 
But you're telling me we're giving a pass to this white convicted rapist. Right? That's what we're doing nowadays? That's what we're doing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And then, you know, they got this picture floating of him, you know, clean shaving, looking like the good old boys. You know, the college student, that perfect kid. The real picture's not floating floating around. That's that's him. The animal picture where he looks bugged out and his hair is crazy. And you can see the evilness in his eyes. We're not floating that picture around. Why is that? Why is that? Why are we trying to portray him as this model citizen? Why? When he's a convicted rapist, show him for what he is. Show him for what he is. And I hate to to think that in 2016, everything is still black and white. I hate to be racial. You know, because in life, there's so many different colors. But you can't tell me that if Brock Turner was Raheem Miller or Tyshawn Gibson, they would have given him six months sentence for this crime. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's hard for me to swallow that notion that my brother would be getting the same sentence time if he committed the crime. Let's paint him for what he is. That's an animal. That's a convicted rapist. Right? And this judge, there's a petition going on for this judge. You know, Judge Aaron Persky. They're trying to remove him from the bench. We can't have somebody that's giving convicted rapists a get out of jail free card. That's giving them a slap on the wrist. No. But they want to throw the books at other people. Come on. Come on. You already destroyed a woman's life and now you're adding <laughs> Now you're adding even more layers of bullshit to this, this this saga. It's like the saga continues. Now she has to deal. She's already dealt with being violated. Now she has to deal with this man actually getting away free with the violation. We got to do better. We got to do better as a society. We have to do better. So I hope that this, this, this piece of shit, this animal, this beast, he gets what's, what's coming to him. And I hope the judge gets what's coming to him. I hope that he's removed, you know, and he needs to get retrained, go back to school, something. I don't know if he can be, he can properly or appropriately do his job. Get him out. Off the bench. We need some new judges. New faces. That's all I can say on that matter. So let's move it right along. Move it right along. I want to talk about Bobby Brown. On Monday. the the, the His autobiography. His memoir. Came out. Every little step. And everybody's going crazy about this book. And. I may be the only one. And that's cool with me. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it one iota. It's like this. I don't believe you can have a tell-all book and you're telling other people's business. Now, if you're telling all about yourself, 
cool. I have no problem about it whatsoever. I have no issues with you talking about you. But when you start naming names and you're talking about other people's truths or alleged truths, I have a problem with it. So in this memoir, he talks about Whitney um, being bisexual and Whitney having affairs, you know, in their marriage. Okay. My thing is you've been married to this woman for about 15 years. I believe they were married and this never, 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 never came out. Never in those times that you was married or after up until now, did you discuss her being bisexual or having affairs? That was something that you guys kept to yourself. You kept it within your marriage. Cool. That's the way it's supposed to be. Right now you're telling stories, alleged truths about Whitney and she's not here to refute it. She doesn't, she, she doesn't get a rebuttal. She doesn't get to have a follow up and, and answer back to your allegations. That's whack to me. How can you speak? Like he talks about Whitney having an affair with Pac. Right? Both of them are dead. Whitney, we can't go hey, have an interview with Whitney right now. We can't talk to Pac and say, yo, did you bang Whitney? It's distasteful at this point in time to talk about the dead. You're talking about deceased individuals. You got to tread lightly when you're talking about people that are no longer here. Then you talk about Whitney being a bisexual. Now, this is nothing new. Nothing new whatsoever. People have been talking about Whitney being bisexual since day one. It's been a rumor that's been circulating for. Ever. Nothing new. But when she was alive, she addressed it. She said she wasn't into women. Okay, done deal. Chapter closed. So why does it matter for you to talk about her being a bisexual now? In 2016, the woman has been dead for nearly four years. And now you want to talk about her sexuality? I don't understand. What's the point? Is it to sell your book? Right? Is it to push the, the barbecue sauce that you got? I know you got a little barbecue sauce, the Bobby Brown products and shit like that. So is it to push push books, make some sales? I understand everybody got to pay the bills, but you know, this is not, nothing more than gossip. I don't care if you put it on, you put words to paper. It's gossip. It's nothing more than gossip. And then, you know, he's talking about women that he had sex with. Women that he banged. He talks about Madonna. He supposedly talks about having sex with Janet. Okay, this is my thing. Madonna, okay, Madonna has put her business on blast since day one. Madonna was kind of loose back in the day, in the 80s, in the 90s. I don't know if she's loose now. She's a little older in the tooth. Maybe she's, she's falling back. I'm not sure. But then you talk about Janet. Janet is a married woman. She's a married woman that's about to have a baby. What type of shit is that? You talking about having sex with her many moons ago and she's now in a different space in her life. She's a married woman. Do you think her husband would appreciate you talking about you two having sex in your book? So disrespectful. If you want to talk about people that you bad, why do you have to put names on it? 
And you only put names on it to make it relevant, right? To make people over like, yo, he slept with such and such. He slept with this person. By putting names on it, you sell more books. Putting names on it, you sell more books. I get it. But it's like, why now? Why now? I just don't respect it. And the thing about it is that gossiping, running your mouth is a female trait, not a male trait. So it's like a little bit of a bitch to talk about stuff like that. A man should never kiss and tell. You never talk on your dick. Like that's whack to me. And the funny thing is, is I respect Bobby. I'm a big fan of New Edition. I was a big fan of his back in the day. You know, I understand, you know, his relevancy to music. I understand. I appreciate what New Edition has done, what he has done. Their time and the span that they, they, they did their thing. And even now, because they still perform, even though <laughs> even though Bobby looks crazy right now. He looks like he, he ate every single member of New Edition. He's round like a little basketball. You know, and he can barely breathe when he's on stage. But... I respect that they're still doing it. They're still putting on shows. They're still doing their thing. But I just don't respect him running his mouth like a female. Right? I I, I, I can never respect that. Ever. So maybe that's me. You know, I, I don't know. I, 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 but I'm just not feeling it. And I'm pretty sure it's going to sell a lot of books. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to eat off of this. But some things you just need to... Take with you to the grave. Take with you to the grave. Right? And just like Chris Brown says, these hoes ain't loyal. And hoes ain't just females. It's anybody. Because there's no loyalty. You know? Anybody will run their mouth and tell what they did with you, your mother, your cousin, and anybody else for a buck. That's how it is. People will run their mouth to tell their story. If, if, if you listening and you're going to pay some bills. They talking. So I, I'm not feeling it. I want to know what you guys think. So hit me up. Let me know. Make sure you connect with me on Facebook. Tiffany Nicole. Hit me up on Twitter. Our Queen Tiffany. Email me at midnightconvos247 at gmail.com. I would be remiss if I didn't say RIP to Christina Grimmie. I would be remiss if I didn't say RIP to all the victims in Orlando. So, crazy times that we live in, right? I want to start with just saying RIP to Christina Grimmie. You know, this young lady was a contestant on The Voice. She didn't win, but she made an impact. And with that, she was a rising star. You know, she just did a show in Florida. Did a meet and greet, and she was killed by a deranged fan, right? A deranged fan. And this is why I said it before. I don't care who you are. If you're in this business, whether you're an actor, a songwriter, an athlete, a singer, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. You need to have a tight security team. You have to invest in security because you just never know what's going to happen you don't know who's who and what's what and you know somebody that just got off the stage 
entertaining her fans, doing what she loves to do, lost her life. Senselessly, senselessly. So how do you, how, how, how do you explain that to her mother? That she lost her life for nothing. Because a deranged, a crazy fan took it. Amazing. You have to invest in a security team. That's number one priority. Because these things, you know, people are crazy. We don't know. (laughs) They know us. They know you. They know the, the celebrities, the people that's doing things in front of the camera. But you don't know them. And you don't know their attentions. Right? So everyone that's smiling in your face doesn't mean that they are happy for you. Right? They can mean you major harm. And unfortunately, because of this crazy deranged fan, this young lady lost her life. So RIP to Christina Grimmy. I'm so sorry. I'm praying for your family and that they find peace in the, the time of grief and sorrow. And, you know, it's very unfortunate. It's it's very sad. And, you know, I was watching a video a couple days and it was Beyonce. And Beyonce was performing on stage and a fan, the fan was very overzealous. Now, I don't think he meant her any harm. I really don't think. But like I said, you never know. You just never know. This fan got very close and he was trying to hug her. But as he was hugging her, he was actually trying to bring her down. Or at least it appeared that he was trying to bring her down. So in a matter of, a matter of seconds, her security team was on his ass. And they was about to stump a mud hole in his ass. They was about to put hands to his body. They were about to put them paws on him. And you see Beyonce in the video. She pretty much stops it. She's like, no, stop. It's okay. It's okay. But, you know, this this fan is out of pocket. And if they were to put their feet and hands on his ass, I wouldn't have felt no type of way about it. Because these entertainers, they're here to perform, right? They're here to perform. Now, if she's reaching out to the audience and you touch her, okay. If she's stage diving into the crowd, okay. But that stage is her home. That's her her domain. You can't just go into anybody's house and just, you know, take something or grab them in their home. And that's essentially what you're doing when they're on stage and you're trying to grab them and touch them. That's a clear violation. So the security has the all, all the right in the world to whoop that butt. Whoop that ass for you getting out of pocket. Alright, so this situation could have been much worse for this fan who, you know, may, could, may have been just a, a big, big Beyonce fan. It was just so geek. That he was that close to her. I get it. But as you've seen in Orlando, in Florida, with this singer, Christina Grimmie, she lost her life being so close to a fan, not knowing their true attentions. Things can happen. Things can definitely happen. So I say this. 
once, I say it twice, I say it three times. Make sure you invest in a security team if you out in these streets. If you somebody with a little name to behind you, make sure you invest in a team. That's all I can say. R.I.P. to all the victims. We're praying for Orlando. I want to talk about Justin Bieber. Yo, Bieber is crazy. Did y'all see the video of him? <laughs> Did y'all see the video of him in Cleveland? He's punching dudes out. This dude thinks he's Jab Judah. No matter of fact, since he hangs out with Floyd, he thinks he's Floyd Mayweather. You know, I guess him and, 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 and the dude got into a little situation. They throwing haymakers at each other. And my thing is... Why is Bieber always into something? He's always into something with fans, paparazzi, different people on the streets, whatever. And it's like, how come he hasn't been sent back to Canada? How come we haven't FedExed his ass back to Canada? Because when things pop off with American artists, they are quick to send your ass right back. You never revoke your visa. Like, no, you cannot come back here. But this dude gets in so much stuff here in the U.S. It's not even funny. And it's like, because he hangs out with Floyd and the whole money team, he's taking on this persona. He's taking on this persona like that he's just this tough guy, that he's this super thug. And it's like, Bieber, you're an R&B singer with blonde hair that weighs about, uh, Hundred pounds soaking wet. Dude, relax. You wanna get hurt out here in these streets. You wanna get hurt. Right? Cause Floyd ain't <laughs> Floyd ain't gonna be there to protect you. Somebody's gonna Floyd Mayweather your ass real soon in these streets. Drake, come get your boy. Take him back across the border. We don't need him. Oh, and, and then one more thing. This dude is sending, he's doing videos or, or sending pictures out, you know, trying to do the eggplant thing, showing his little, his little package. He's taking pictures of his slung. So I saw the picture and I just breezed through it. And then I kept seeing it. I kept seeing the picture. I'm like, what is this? And then I realized it was Justin Bieber trying to get the sexy look on. And he's like, no shirt on, tight boxes on, like the little Calvin Klein's, you know, trying to show his little dick print. And I'm like, where's, where's it at? Like, did they edit this? Did they Photoshop him? Why does he look like, uh, you know, he's still developing down there. So I was like, they had to photoshoot it. But I'm like, nah, this the real deal. This is really Bieber. But I'm like, why would you put that out there if you was like underdeveloped? If you was underdeveloped, why would you put that out there like that? Because real recognize real. And I don't care how much money you got. If your package ain't right, a real woman is going to tell you, son, you need to call me when you grow up. Holler at me when you grow up. Right? <laughs> like some things are not made the same because you got the game that did the same thing. He had, matter of fact, he's been doing the same thing. He's been showing a lot of pictures where he's showing his eggplant and that is a well-developed man. <laughs> 
He's been drinking his milk throughout his life, right? That is a package that's that that that's right. He he he's good. His slang, his his print is good. So women, if they're thirsting over the game, I get it. I get it. But when you put like the side by side picture of game and Bieber, it's like, dude, don't you ever, 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 ever do that shit again. Don't put no pictures out of you in your little boy shorts. Right? Looking like a little toddler down there. You need to stop it. You know your shit is small. You need to cut it. Oh, no, man. Beep, beep. Don't do it to yourself. I don't know. Listen, did you guys see Amari Hardwick on the cover of Essence? God bless this man. He is a beautiful specimen. I swear he's beautiful. I can't wait for um, Power to come back on. I think it's coming on next month. I can't wait. You know, I respect Amari Hardwick because he's fine as hell. And he's as he has a legion of fans female fans to be to be exact and at one point in time they were really coming hard at him and his wife and one because she's not black and you know people have problems in 2016 people still have problems with interracial relationships i don't understand it i think there's so many other problems issues that we need to focus on instead of you know interracial dating marriage relationships whatever but then they were coming at her and basically saying, trying to tear her down, saying that she wasn't pretty enough. That she was just an average looking Becky. And he pretty much, he nipped it in the bud. He was basically saying, this is my wife. You know, this is who I decide to marry. This is who I find beautiful. This is the person that I want to be with. And he laid it on their asses. But it's like, how dare? How dare you guys come out? After his wife like that. You guys have no chill. You know he's an actor, right? But this is his real life. His wife, his family, that's his real situation. Ghost is not really him, right? You can thirst over him all you want. You can, you know, have him as your husband in his, in your head. But he has a real wife, a real life, real children, Right? So how dare people? People are crazy out here. I mean, y'all, y'all be going, y'all be doing too much as fans, you know, doing too much. And I'm just like, it's too much. Let them, let them be, let him love who he wants to love. And, you know, first of all, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, you know, and even if she wasn't pretty and, and I'm not saying she's not, even if she's not pretty, you know, looks can only take you so far, right? You got to have more than looks. Looks can get you in the door, but to stay there, you have to have more. You have to connect with a person. You have to have things in common. You have to have a good heart. You know, you have to, you know, you have to have certain qualities beyond just looks. So people be doing too much, too much. You guys need to cut it. But I can't wait to power to come on. I really, 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 really can't. You know, it's going to be real soon. I'm going to be glued to that TV on Saturday nights. And if I don't catch it, you know I got that Cody. <laughs> Make sure you connect with me on Facebook, Tiffany Nicole. Hit me up on Twitter, our Queen Tiffany. Email me on 
at midnightconvos247 at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the new blog, midnightconvos.com. And I'm looking for bloggers. I'm looking for you. So please hit me up. Let's do this. Let's get it popping. Check out the pod on SoundCloud right now. Make sure um, you check us out on iTunes. We're not there right now, but by the weekend, we'll be on SoundCloud. Um, on iTunes. I'm sorry, my bad. We'll be on iTunes. So make sure you subscribe, you rate, review, and you share. And guess what? You all know sharing is caring. So make sure people know about this podcast. All right. I want to take a few minutes to spread some love to the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cavs. You know, people left them for dead. Even I. But guess what? They went into the Oracle for game five. And thrashed. And thrashed. Kyrie, LeBron, they had a historic night, a historic game. Put up 41 points each. That's not easy to come into the opponent's stadium and take care of business. Then they went back home and proceeded to leave a mark. Proceeded to get under the little yellow bones skin. Steph Curry, you know you're feeling a kind of way right now? you feeling a kind of way? So, I don't know what's going to happen for Game 7. I really don't know. But I got to give props to the Cavs because they was down 3-1. Everybody said, it's over. It's a wrap. They can't do it. But the King has spoken. And I think all this noise has really awoken the King. Because Bron got that chip on his shoulder like, okay, all right. We're going to do this. So game seven for all the chips, all the marbles. It's going down Sunday night and I will be glued to my TV. And call me crazy. I've been called worse. I'm rocking out with the Cavs. I'm rocking out with the Cavs. I won't be surprised if the Warriors win. It's It's a big feat to come into the Oracle and try to beat them twice. I understand that. But if anybody's going to do it, I believe It's King James. Kyrie's been playing balls out, lights out these last couple of games. And if we can just get a little bit, just a little bit from the supporting cast, we will be okay. If Love decides to wake up and say, hey, I'm in the fucking finals of the NBA championship, they will be all right. If JR just hits a few more threes and they tighten up that D, they will be all right. So I'm rocking out with the Cavs. I'm rocking out with the Cavs. All right? So the Yellow Boys, them Splash Brothers, they feel in a type of way. Because they think that they, they can't be beat. They think. They think. But they don't understand. Any given Sunday, anybody can get beat. And sometimes your shot doesn't fall. Sometimes that defense creeps in. Sometimes you start to fall under pressure. You know what I mean? And LeBron has been here many times before. You cannot count a champion out. So it's going to be a good game seven. Make sure you tune in. All right, I'm going to call it a wrap tonight. I'm going to go do a couple of things, but make sure you connect with me on Facebook. 
Tiffany Nicole. You hit me up on Twitter, our Queen Tiffany. Email me at midnightconvo247 at gmail.com. And do me a favor, check out the new blog, midnightconvos.com. I'm out of here. So in the meantime, in between time, be good to yourself.